0: Just, just sit back and this is what was on someone's mind and their reflections with
1: it. I've been okay with myself most of my life. I focused on my life, the things I liked and work. I always wanted a relationship. I told myself I would find it eventually. Mm-hmm. didn't happen. Decided to focus on finding a relationship for a few years and it didn't work out. So I turned to working back on myself and thought there must be something I needed to work on or mm-hmm. otherwise I would find this one thing that I wanted.
0: <clears throat> Being relationship. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she goes into changing careers, finding the right career and purpose, mm-hmm. um, might help things fall into place. Mm-hmm. And and then 10 years of all the self-help stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, Tests and counselors and meditation and journaling everything um as well as getting creative and fun and enjoying and having fun and um she's reflecting that it's feels like she's moving further away from finding a relationship mm-hmm. and at some point do you want to do more than love yourself you want to actually love someone and have it reciprocated um, mm-hmm. and finding like less that i will find the, the relationship than i ever have um you do all the work and everything is supposed to fall into place but it doesn't it doesn't always fall into place so the question is am i misinterpreting the message
0: okay yeah all right great so tell me what's on your mind what do you hearing <clears throat> in that as it relates to you want to you want to meet the love of your life look in the mirror.
1: I mean, there's so many layers to to this for me yeah. personally and um you know, and I I love mm. so much. <laughs> so it's like answering this question as a as a 9. Oh, good lord. Um because I totally get that pull to want to find the one or to have that Mm. sacred mirror or to have Mm. that deeper connection with one person and, um, and loving myself and finding that myself and that self love, authentic self love Mm. coming first at times felt like, okay, and now where does this love go? So I totally get that, like Mm -hmm. wanting to share, wanting Mm -hmm. to put it out there, um, and looking at like, where are other ways that I am at, coming from a place of not not want or lack, but coming from a place of an abundance of love for myself, sharing that love out with as many people as possible. And of course, this is, doesn't mean romantically and this doesn't mean intimately mm-hmm. and truly loving all of the people that are in my life, all of the types of relationships and friendships and um, family relationships that I have and noticing that that's where I could, I could actually see the love going out and the love coming back in and the love going out and the love coming back in. So it being this, you know, constant flow and exchange of energy. Um. So I think like, those are the first things that come up for me. And and I don't, I, personal opinion, I don't think there is anything wrong or less than with taking that love that you have for yourself and humanity and getting hyper-focused and very um, specific and clear about the type of person that you want to share a romantic or intimate love with. Um, and And that's just my, Like, that's my personal way of moving about the world. So getting specific about that, not like, oh, I just want someone, (laughs) you know, I want this someone. Mm -hmm. I want a very specific energy to share space with. I want, you know, and and getting very, very clear because I do love myself and I know that I have an abundance of love to share with others. And so naturally, you know, looking to get really clear Mm -hmm. with, with who and what would be that sacred mirror? Who would be that intimate partner? That's what comes up for me.
0: I love the um, the practice. This is this is really uh, what I did really before I met Christopher. I remember putting on paper exactly what you're saying, like very very specific what I wanted to share in union with mm-hmm. another, and. Oftentimes when people put this on paper, they list what they want to get mm-hmm. <laughs> or what they want to receive. And that wasn't what I wrote out. What I wrote out was two columns. Cause y'all know I like templates <laughs> and columns cause we're grounding. Um, one column was what I wish to share and experience in relationship with, with another. Um, I wrote down specific qualities of, of the person that I knew would be a really good balance for me and then, and then I also wrote down, I declared what I intend to bring to the equation. So I, I didn't have what I'm going to get out of it mm-hmm. or get from it or take, right? It was about sharing and what I'm going to give and, and, and put into the equation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also know that, I remember when I met him that I, it was as if everything made sense that had previously been and all the other relationships and the work that I had done had a specific intention. So the working on myself mm-hmm. had one specific intention and it was so that my I could experience my mind. I could, I could experience my mind as a calm, friendly place. Okay, not a hostile environment in any way. What does hostility sound like? It sounds like criticism, complaint, mm-hmm. dissatisfaction and resistance, okay? I I got really clear that the the what it meant for me to meet the love of my life was connecting to the aspect of myself that is I'm going to use language that it's just like, "Oh god, how many times have I read this?" Okay? <laughs> and, but it's and it's really true. Yep. It's the aspect of yourself that is permanent, eternal, shining magnificence that is never changing. Connect soul aligned living, right? And as a householder wanting to share myself in my wholeness. So everything I had been experiencing previously, I got, oh wow, my loving myself was connected to loving, thinking that it meant liking and loving my identity more my personality more, Mm -hmm. my opinions more, my likes and dislikes more. The heart of loving yourself has nothing to do with your identity and your personality and likes and dislikes. It's beyond that. And that is the journey of healing. And the journey of healing is about connecting with the memory of our wholeness. Mm -hmm. So when you connect to that, it's what shines out of you it's what comes into every interaction not just your romantic partner it come, the same love that you were talking about comes out when you're in the grocery store at Tops and you have every you invite everybody to play the guessing game of how much you got to say when you put your phone number in the thing right like it's like in other words how how delightful is it to be with you mm-hmm. how how wonderful is it to be with you is is everything internally Clear, like clear flowing water, right? Mm. Without obstruction, and that is the journey. So I oftentimes question when I hear people say, "Well, I've done all the work, I've done the counseling." Well, were you clear on the intention? Yeah. Are you clear on the intention, and have you connected with a practitioner that understands? It's not just about unpacking stories, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That won't change much. They really won't. So, yeah. so 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 for me and I will say, you know, you, I I I love you know I lo- love sharing um, the the course, living in the truth of the present moment. I remember saying to Ron, Ron, if you had to get one tattoo, what would it be? It was love yourself. And the self is of course with a big S. It's not it's about moving beyond your identity and personality mm-hmm. so that as Jeannie, as you taught in one of the other conversations, we can be engaged and not attached. We can be fully engaged in the intimacy of life and share and share and share knowing full well, this is all changing. (laughs) And I remember the first time like, you know, Christopher and I were together and like, or one of the early times, and then there was like the sorrow in my face. I think I've told this before. And he's like, whoa, what's up? What's wrong? I'm like, basically pre grieving. Because at some point, there's going to be an ending to all of this. Either you die, I die, we die together. You dump me, I dump you. There's going to be an ending. Where where there's a beginning, I now know there's going to be an ending at some point. (laughs) So I'm just already already (laughs) pre-grieving. Knowing full well. That's such a Mm. four-way of experiencing life. Is the heightened awareness of everything is always changing. Mm -hmm. Can't hold on to anything. So... (laughs) So I do for the journey of um, really wow what, is, what is, how do I connect with that aspect of myself that's permanent and unchanging I do really recommend uh, this course living in the truth of the present moment you know and I'll put the link in, in the in the comments some of you take this and it's it's a it's a beautiful way to the language is very user friendly and that's the intention of the course is to is to help householders connect to how do you love yourself mm-hmm. yourself you know, and, and it's funny too, because I think people have that experience more than they're aware of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so hidden right under our noses. It's like, you know, you experience it when you're in, I think that's the essence of mindfulness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really connects you to that timeless, the timelessness of the moment. That's the whole point of mindfulness and awareness is to allow the illusory nature to just fall apart and you disappear, your identity. When you're one with the cup and the tea, you're with yourself. (laughs) It's that simple. (laughs) It's not easy. And it's that simple.
1: Yeah. And I do think that sometimes this topic gets pokey Mm. for most people at, at some level, even if it's not... The initial response or reaction because there is some like spiritual language around or um or even like <clears throat> uh, yeah healing mental health language around until you learn to love yourself how can you expect anybody else to love you mm. so like that is like such a way of (laughs) of engaging with with what the essence is which is you know when you love yourself it's so much easier to understand and to be with someone else's love for you and and when it's presented in the opposite way you know this is it pokes at unworthiness like it totally pokes at that And I'm going to be alone because I don't love the fact that I do X, Y, and Z or this story that goes Mm. on in my head. Mm. And, and so reframing that into, you know what, like what the moment you were born, we were talking about this in office hours, like the moment you were born, you were perfect. Like, like nobody looks at a newborn baby and is like, well. Jill's really gotta get her shit together. Like she's, Ooh, she's got
0: unworthiness she's issues. Got,
1: she's just not worthy of earthing. <laughs> what did, what were we thinking? You know, like you look at this newborn baby and you're like, ah, oh, perfection, miracle. Mm. All You're still the newborn baby. That's a perfect miracle at your essence, at your soul's level. Mm. And then we tell ourselves and we learn all of these stories and blah, 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 as we get older. And ultimately like, recognizing and connecting with the miracle and the greatness that you were born with, that you still possess, that didn't just like leak out of you as you got older, mm-hmm. and loving that. And so you don't have to earn love from somebody else mm-hmm. by first loving yourself. And I think that that twists the essence. And, and, and I do think that that's what ultimately pokes at people about falling in love with yourself is it It has in the past had that negative connotation of you can't expect anybody else to love you until you love yourself. And it's like, you know, everyone, love doesn't have to be earned in that way. You know, we are 100% worthy of, of love okay. and connection and adoration. And the other thing that came to mind when you were talking about mindfulness mm-hmm. and being, you know, in the present moment, I, I personally can't stress enough that, like, for me, when I'm seeking something or I'm looking for a connection with another human being and whatever level that is, you know, a mentor, a friend, Mm -hmm. a teacher, a lover, um, it's about using my senses to really think about what it's like to be with that person. So Daniela was talking about like what she has had to offer prior to her relationship with Christopher. And I definitely went through that process prior to being with Matt. And then also I would get so clear about what in, what did I feel in my five senses? Like what did I actually feel in my body when I was with, my person, that person, Mm -hmm. you know, and you could do this about best friends too. If you, if you dropped in and you were like, what do you, what did you feel in your heart and in your mind? And, and what does your best friend smell like? It doesn't have to be intimate. And if you're going to go down that path of Mm -hmm. truly seeking that partner, that long-term partner, what do they smell like? What, you know, what, what does their voice sound like? Um, If you were to touch their arm, what kind of fabric are they wearing? Like Mm. just getting so involved and specific with the sensory gateways to being present
0: there, Mm. like that pulls those threads in, I
1: think. And everyone, you know, you can ignore anything that I say. No, no,
0: it's, it's, it's spot on. This is really, this is really the essence of intending is, is manifestation, you know, I mean, this is the process of, of intending, you know, the, the, many of you know, I love the work of Lynn McTaggart and the power of eight is, mm. is exquisite. And she wrote the field too. So um, that, this is how you use your, your, the, the, your greatest power of creative uh, intelligence and imagination. And you're bringing awareness to it and feeling it in your senses as, as, it, as if it's happening. That's the key. That's the key to everything. That's really authentic prayer. It, it honestly is like what Jamie is talking about is actually what prayer is
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um I also think it's it, it's invaluable to bring awareness to yourself as you are as we move through uh the, the curriculum of our lives with the characters that come and go in our story with as much awareness as possible because we will attract the person that has the complementary uh, uh n- unreconciled wounds. Mm. And as long as you bring them up into conscious awareness as, as, hey, I still navigate feeling left out, Mm -hmm. right? Like just saying that and your partner can, depending on their Enneagram type, how they care about that (laughs) (laughs) will show up, right? Mm. You know, (laughs) so... Mm-hmm. you want what it'll go from one end of the spectrum to the other you'll have someone that will pay heightened attention to make sure you never feel left out that's a two-ish yep. thing right yep. like Christopher's got a two wings so, so he really is a very attentive to, and mindful of, of and as I heal that that aspect of, of, a, of a wound that I experience of being left out he's very attentive to that he knows it's a pokey wound and the times he forgets is perfect for me that's mm-hmm. my litmus of how I'm doing <laughs> How healed is this one? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's healing. So, um, or you have someone on the different end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, that would respond in a different way. Like, like uh, I like a one-ish response to that would be well, that sounds like a you problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a one son. One of my sons is a one. That was like the phrase that <laughs> I always heard in my ho- in my kitchen with him was I'd share something, he'd be like, you know, very analytical and be like, hmm. Sounds like a you problem, mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so so, you just want to know what is it you're still navigating and so that it's like you can just have it up in the light of awareness together and vice versa so that you can be on the journey as you are falling more and more in love with yourself um, just with awareness, you know, like that this is what still pokes me. This is what... So that you can at, at the least... Start allowing the false self that, you know, trying to uphold the, oh, I don't care about this or that, or I'm going to be strong and tough or whatever, or oh, have man. unfulfilled, a secret, hidden agendas and expectations of the other. No, 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 just bring it all out there. All out there. Yeah. Okay.